Hey guys. I'm the host this week, yeah, and welcome to That's Sick, the podcast we, where we talk about everything that's disgusting, and we love to uh, hear about it. And uh, I'm your host, Heather, and I'm here with uh, Justine and JB. Hi. Hi. And uh, so this week, you guys have a, a sick topic that you've... I, I don't know if it's related. Your topics are related, but I don't know they what are. they are. We did. So we did. We colluded on this. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Actually, I have a feeling that this topic is really going to bug you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the puns are strikes okay, again. I, I initially like, I guess wrong then, because I initially thought you were going to do like the pimple popping thing, but apparently. Oh, no, oh, you do hate that. Yeah. But but yeah apparently you're going to do you're going to do insects, which, yeah, I really don't like. So no, you hate yeah. them. I'm learning to try and be good on them. Well, I don't know. I'm, <sighs> OK, there's certain insects, obviously, that I'm OK with now because I'm like super into gardening. I'm not super good at it yet, but like I'm like, bees are great. Welcome bees. You know, yeah. those are awesome. But like, you know, certain certain other buggies like eat my plants. So I'm not super happy about them. Aphids. Aphids. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not using any. Um, I haven't used any. Um. I'm not using any chemicals or anything. Uh, here you can spray the leaves with like essential oils. <laughs> Don't you have essential oils out there? Uh, yeah, that's for like my wasp management, which, oh, okay. you know, uh, works kind of. Would you tell the people what the essential oils that keep away wasps are? Uh, it's apparently it's um, geranium and clove and lemongrass. And you put some uh, dishwashing liquid into some water and put in a spray or a spray around. It's supposed to keep like the wasps supposedly don't like uh, that smell, but... I don't know. It kind of keeps them away. But. I mean, I will say yesterday I sat outside on your patio for like five hours and I saw one wasp. Yeah. And that one wasp was not very active. Yeah. Kind of just like sat around and then flew away. So. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. And there was oh. a lot of food open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a pretty good party yesterday. We did. Sorry you weren't invited. Sorry about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, inaugurated the fire pit in my backyard, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. She inaugurated it by leaping over the fire pit. Yeah. Yeah. We built a fire and then we leaped over it. It was great. As one does. Yeah. Um. So before we reveal the specific yeah. topic yeah. for this week... Um, let's, uh, let's, let's share some, um, like, you know, sick things we've seen in our lives out and about, oh, like this week. Yeah. The sickest thing in the week, you mean? Sickest thing in the week in a bad way. Is that, yeah. Okay. So that's, that's the, that's how we've been doing our show recently. Yeah. I think, I think we've been. So yeah. Sickest thing in the week, bad week. But, uh, go JB, anything. Well, I think on theme for our topic this week. It's very sick that the cicadas are emerging right oh, now. Yeah. Oh yeah, the brood. So we live brood in brood eight. We, we live in southwestern Pennsylvania, and so these cicadas are not everywhere, all over the country right no. now. They're only here. Um, and brood, it's which brood? It's brood eight, and they uh, uh, they number them with Roman numerals. It's mm, very fancy. Just so you know why? I don't know why. If anyone knows why, please tweet at us. But yeah, oh yeah. So I uh, then I will say the sickest thing that I saw this week is John Shumway, uh, <laughs> uh, KDKA legend, um, eat a cicada <gasps> live on TV. Oh, that's right. I did see that. And, uh, it was awesome. Live, but it was like part of his like cicada report, and he was he was just like, oh, crunch crunch shuns tastes like asparagus, and wow, yeah. But yeah, apparently they're harmless and they're nutritious. They're you know they they do say I don't know we should maybe be eating more bugs. I mean, it's a uh, plentiful protein. I just don't want to like very eco-friendly. I don't mm-hmm. want to feel they're like they're like I like yeah. pistols like s- like squishing between my teeth. No, you eat whole shrimps. I don't eat the eyes. Oh, you don't. What? Who eats the you eyes? I don't. You chop the goddamn head off before you give it to me first. Well, what if you get those ones that are like the whole body like the shrimps? Prawns. I don't yeah. eat those. Yeah, those yeah. are really creepy. I have eaten them, but yeah, you just like you just crack the head off and you Ooh. don't suck the heads. No, I no. don't. I'm not cool like they, that at all. They have that like you know like that weird green shit, the mustard. Do they? I yeah. know lobsters. Lobsters do. do. Well, I know they have like they're they're like brains and stuff in in that part of their stuff body is, is like nasty ugh. yeah um, so yeah cicadas are gross yeah yeah, yeah. justine you got anything you got? to top of the, the cicada it, it, will not, it will not top the cicadas i will say i haven't so i haven't actually seen 
I haven't seen any cicadas where I live in the city. There, there aren't any where we live, Jen. I have not we, heard. Which, I heard we're they not may- going to say the name of where we live. But oh, we're not. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to give my address and say they were not located. Beep, beep. I have a smidgens of a backyard, but I haven't seen any in my trees. Yes, they're kind of like encroaching, but I haven't seen any yet. But the last time, because like the different broods emerge at different times. Like Brood. a couple years ago, there was a brood. Um out and about when I was on my way back from um, Kentucky for a wedding. And yeah, and they and so what I hate about is like when you're driving and they're just like flying everywhere and just like gooping up your windshield and like you stop to get gas and they're just like flying into you because they don't know what else to do. And so, yeah, that's I don't I don't enjoy cicada time, but it doesn't last very long. I don't mind the sound. Yeah. Oh, I think it's much. terrible. Well, I mean, it's not forever. What, what does the sound sound like? That buzzing. It's just, yeah, it's a yeah. real annoying buzzing sound. Only for like a month or so, though. Does it sound yeah. like crickets? No. A little more intense. It, and it's, it's more, not as soothing as crickets. Like yeah, more like that. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So anyway, no, my, my sickest thing of the week. Um, and I thought I had a better one, but now my mind is a blank because I don't write these down. Um, so this is really kind of not exciting at all. But um, Rowdy did poop on my carpet in like a very deliberate way not in the usual like got poop in his butt and is dragging it around no he just you kind of yeah he just like literally shit in front of my bedroom door why was mr sir so mad i don't know was mr sir mad at mommy yeah but i don't know what about did you sleep in too late was he hungry you know i was sick for a lot of last week i'm still at the tail end so if i sound a little weird today that's why um but i stayed i like worked from home a lot of last week and i think that maybe like threw him off i don't know who knows why cats do anything <laughs> that's true As they're assholes so, um, yeah especially boy cats Ugh. yeah so i had to pick that up they're but I, I think yeah it wasn't it wasn't super super gross so yeah all right very well then um so let's get right into it then yeah. uh why uh why waste time i'm excited to hear about uh the the insects so who wants to go first or should i make you play rock paper scissors for it what do you what do you think um we it's could, up to you yeah you're, you're the host really? of the I most pick? yeah you can just yeah. call on one of us okay so yeah. um you could, you could do eeny meeny money mo i could do that instead i'll ask like okay what is your favorite color and whichever color i like better um, I will. I will pick that. Okay, JB, what's your favorite color? Purple. And you could be very specific about your Plum color. Plum purple. Plum purple. Okay. My favorite color right now, yeah. obviously, it could be is, right now. Obviously, right now is that very like peachy coral. Ooh, as you know, they're both good. I really like both those colors. Uh-oh. I hate to discriminate, um, but I honestly think I'm going to go with plum purple because okay. it is one of my favorites, and it was one of my wedding colors, kind of. Oh, yeah. Even though I used I used all different colors. But you had like, a Lakers wedding. Fuck. What? No, it was a Carlo University wedding. <laughs> it was a Minnesota Vikings wedding. Yeah. No, it was more gold than yellow. But anyways, yes. So, JB, tell me about your, uh, yeah. Well, first, before JB jumps into it, I just so we're going to reveal the the overarching umbrella. Oh, yeah. What's the of theme? Today, it is bugs where they don't belong. Bugs where they don't belong. Bugs where they don't belong. Oh, that's my least favorite kind of bug. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Or do they? Like, I'm really cool with them being where they're supposed to be because they do jobs that are important. Like cicadas, for instance. You know, like, I had a coworker the other day. She's like, well, what's what's the point of cicadas? They don't do anything. And I actually, they do do stuff. They, um, when they come out of the ground and they breed and uh, they supply a food source for all, like, the, you know, the different you know, fauna that are out there in the forest. And then when, after they're done breeding, if they haven't gotten eating, eaten yet they uh have the sexy times and then they croak and then their carcasses become um great fertilizer so to... much so much food for the land yeah so it's like even though bugs are nasty and gross like they serve purposes that are very good in many ways but i do not like bugs where they're not supposed to be so you're gonna hate i'm not happy but that's what the whole point of this podcast is so i hope i you make me say that's sick like a whole lot me too. I hope. I hope. I okay. think you have a low threshold for this, though. Okay. Like, I don't think you get grossed out easily, <laughs> but I think you get very grossed out by this. I've seen you around flies. Oh, I hate them. They're my least favorite. I, I, yes, I've seen you very agitated with flies. It's the buzzing mostly. Like, to watch Heather with a fly swatter is. It's good. I was just we thinking get a video today. I need to get a bu- new fly swatter. 
You have one of the zapper kinds, one of the electric kinds. Oh no, but that sounds like a good idea. I will buy oh, one. My dad has one. It's really fun. <gasps> he goes, all right. All right. Tell me, tell me. Okay, okay. Story time. Story time. I'm so excited now. All right. So you're going to really like this then. Oh, okay. Bugs where they're not supposed to be in your food. Oh God. Not- all right. So as you guys know, I, I particularly like everyday gross things, like kind of the things that are nasty that you don't know are happening to you right now. And you guys are eating so many bugs. Yeah, we didn't. We don't know it. I figured. And it's allowed. It's fine. It's allowed. The FDA allows you to eat these bugs. Well, I bet you nowadays that the, uh, the FDA is even laxer. Because there's no one making the inspections. There's no making the inspections and there's no regulation. So I'm sure like you're allowed to eat way more bugs these days than you even were. But it was always fine. Two years ago. I'm just going to give you some numbers of what the FDA is. Well, at least whenever there were standards. (laughs) What the standards were. Give me with the hardcore facts. I'm going to give you some numbers. All right. In a 16 ounce jar of peanut butter, you can have. 136 insect fragments. Wow. 136 uh, fragments. So be it an antenna, a thorax, a wing, a leg, 136 different ones in That's there. That's a lot. It's a lot. And especially so I live by myself. So if I purchase a 16 ounce jar of peanut butter, it is You're all eating. being consumed by me over the course of time. That's extremely upsetting. How long does it take you to go through a peanut butter? Um, I mean, like a normal amount of time. I don't Three like how's it. Yeah. Oh my God. I hate peanut butter. I don't think that's normal. I think it takes less than three years to go through peanut butter. Oh, uh, I have a coworker. Shout out. Uh, shout out to LL. She eats uh, that peanut butter that has honey in it. Mm-hmm. Like it's like going out of style. It's like her fave. And I, I keep meaning to get some because I bet you it's like so sweet and delicious. It's good. But yeah, there are people that go through peanut butter like crazy. I don't. But I find I use it more in baking. Mm. But apparently so I'm using like these buggies in my in my like peanut butter and chocolate chip cookies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that nice? No, it's sick. Well, uh, speaking of your baking. Oh, uh, no. In 100 grams of cinnamon, there can be 400 insect parts. What? It's even more. So like ground, so like ground, like powdered cinnamon. Yeah. Oh, it's because you, I guess, because you use less of the cinnamon. So it's like, oh, well, you're getting like micro doses of these bugs at a time. So we can allow more to go in. That's yeah, that makes sick. sense. How do they like, how do they measure these insect parts? I don't know. Go- okay. I didn't know yeah, we were going to get to that later. I did not. I did not find this information. So if you would like to uh, get at me, please. Because I'm thinking like in cinnamon, it's all ground up. Like, how are they? locating these insect parts what uh what upton sinclair expose did you read to get these figures <laughs> by, uh, the way, by the way where's your sources um it was uh i someone from wikipedia and then one was from some clickbait article which was the bugs you're eating that sounds about right i could get the actual website to put on Put on the website if anybody wants to read this for themselves. Oh yeah, we we do need to start our sources. Get some link. We can't link. have we going live. We can't have people like you know think we're full of shit. That's right. Yeah, that would be yeah. This yeah, they have to serious. listen to more episodes to then figure out that we're full of shit. All right, so um, continue. Oh, I got more. You got Go more. I got more. I want to just. I knew there would be. Yeah, I don't want to eat anything ever again. So um. No, I personally don't purchase this item because I think it's gross. But uh, in canned mushrooms, you can have uh, more than 20 maggots of any size, <laughs> any size, and uh, 75 mites. One can? One can. Wait, say how many maggots again? Uh, more than 20. In one can? They're usually only like six ounce cans. They're, they're small cans. Well, let's be real. How often have people actually seen these and been bothered by them. I mean, I, think I imagine if you saw a maggot, you would be bothered by it. I think that's the point. I think it's they so, kind of look like mushrooms. I was going to say, I think like you don't notice them. Yeah, no way. I'm going to I'm going to know what a maggot between a maggot and a mushroom. That's I, I am. I God damn it. I am. You're not. I can't. <laughs> I can't tell myself otherwise. <laughs> by canned mushrooms. Take a closer look. Uh, uh, the mites you might not notice. They're itty bitty. Yeah. Maggots, you'll probably notice. Oh my God. Are these like things on this list like the worst offenders? Do you think? They're the most common things. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, the most prevalent, but yeah. I guess the most common things. 
Brussels sprouts. You're a gardener. I'm a gardener. Uh, yeah. You can have 30 aphids per 100 grams. Now, that doesn't surprise me. That actually much. doesn't surprise me because. Yeah. Because that carnivorous stuff be getting eat it up. Any yeah. vegetable, any vegetable, especially, especially if you're just not like not buying it prepackaged. I, I kind of expect like I actually wash my Brussels sprouts pretty good like really really well and then i like peel a lot of the outer leaves off because of that yeah and i also don't don't, want to eat aphids no and i don't know do you have broccoli on your list is that Um, something you're gonna cover i don't have broccoli on my list so i I imagine it's much the same i once bought um i bought organic broccoli from whole foods like a few years ago and and i don't cook a lot of vegetables like i don't you know it didn't occur to me but there were so many fucking aphids in that broccoli and I like I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. And so I will never buy. I don't ever want to buy like fresh broccoli ever again. And especially not. Organic. Oh, yeah. Traumatize you. Yeah. One. Would. One. It would me. Put pesticide all over that shit. And yeah, just no. Um, yeah. But the aphids and Brussels sprouts, that's almost like. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah, all that. All that carnivorous there. stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, frozen berries. Mm. Now you can have four or more larvae. Um, and ten whole insects. Whole. whole. I'm sorry, I just shouted into the mic. What? Her uh, five hundred grams, which is about five cups, which is about the amount that you would put in a pie. See that? I can definitely tell. Like you wouldn't pay attention, you know. If you're I just, was just dumping a whole bag. Oh yeah. Of- oh yeah. Jump, dump it into my my smoothie for my uh in my blender for my smoothie. Oh yeah. I've definitely seen whole bugs and berries though before what oh i've seen like dead bees and berries i can see how that would be pretty um pretty common i'm guessing because they get brushed out of the bush yeah i've never seen i've never seen any in frozen berries although i'm sure i've consumed them yeah um i I did once i I have found bugs in my like um packaged salad like if you get like a bag of salad really yeah i found bugs in those before little extra proteins there's whole bugs yeah um let's see what else what else uh and tomato sauce you're gonna really like Prego. this uh you can have 30 fly eggs oh my god per 100 grams <laughs> i knew you'd be particularly disgusted with fly that fly eggs Ugh. and 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 hops uh like for making beer if you're making beer oh good because i'm drinking some right now yeah yeah take a take a deep swing uh you can have 25,000 bug bites. Uh, uh, bug bites? Or bits. Bug bits. Bug bits. Per 100 grams. Uh, about two and a half cups. Well, doesn't That's it That's like 10% like, of the weight. Doesn't like the beer like get like pretty much like oiled and sanitized throughout the process yeah, or like, whatever? I'm not, I'm not super concerned about it. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's there. That's weight. How, so what percentage of the total weight was it? 10%. 10, so 10% of the weight of hops can be actually be bugs. That's, that's a lot. So here's another, I, I kind of asked you a similar question before when we were talking about the bugs in makeup. Yeah. Does, does it, any of this bother vegans? Like in a, Some, in, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, really? Will they stay away from food, like certain foods that like are like the dirty dozen, like that have the most likely to have the most bugs? Um, or you'd have to ask your neighborhood vegan. Yeah. None but of I, us are I, vegan. I work with a girl who's a vegan and she's. She's very aware of all the bugs that are in things. And she's like, oh, oh I don't have that because there's bugs in there. Oh, wow. So even even like in the sense of like, I don't have that because there might be bugs in there. Yeah, because there's I don't want to eat be. bugs. That wow. is like stuff I never even like no. thought that they had to think about. Especially because most of the stuff is like, wait, I think everything you've talked about so far is vegan. Yeah. yeah like those Brussels are all like sprouts. things that vegans would eat. So yeah. they may not earn some... Some vegans may not care as much about bug stuff. Right, right. That's and that's why I asked. I'm sure yeah. so vegans are not a monolith. So some I vegans that. don't eat bugs. Not all some vegans do. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what you consider a bug. Yeah. Mm. All right, Sakatimi, you got some more, baby. Um, let's see. Uh oh, another place that you uh well, actually you guys are probably wondering what kind of bugs you're eating for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? Um, Gross. You're this mostly, is what it's all about. You're mostly eating mealworms, uh, maggots, and roach pieces. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. So basically like mealworms and maggots, I feel like I feel like, like I'm a bird. Like that's what birds like. That's fine. Roach pieces, that's a little bit less fine. Because mm. they're fucking nasty. They be nasty asses. What Roaches if we, uh, freak me out. 
what what do they call them in the south oh uh, june uh, june bugs or palmetto bugs yeah there's just it's a palmetto bugs in them yeah yeah the flavor Ugh. no that's so sick it's so sick i hate i hate cockroaches they're yeah. one of the worst but they're technically pretty harmless too like they don't bite you you know, they don't really hurt you. They just like fucking eat everything and they don't die. And they're like harbingers of like dirtiness and disease. But they probably tend to be present in places that are dirty and full of diseases. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So it's like they don't bite you and stuff, but they're just like, it's ew, it's just like filth. Like, ugh. yeah, that's a whole psychological thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm probably the least cool with eating cockroach pieces. That's, that's the one you're the least cool with? Uh, that I can think of at the moment. Yeah. All right. And then looking in uh, bugs in your food, uh, just came up with uh, bugs that are outside of those things that are just in your pantry. Uh, and I really like the name of them. They're called uh, pantry uh, weevils. Yeah. Mm. Little weevils. Weevils. Little weevils. And they're, and they're found in flour and cornmeal and cereal and any sort of thing like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not harmful and it's fine to eat them, but... They do, they do a really good thing for you because if you find them in your food and they're dead, that means there's probably still pesticides on your food. So it's probably good that you got rid of it anyway if it was full of bugs. Oh, so they're a good little okay. indicator if there's still pesticides on your grains. Oh, really? On yeah. your grains? They're helping out. They're helpful. They're helpful weevils. I hear that there's a lot of like larvae and shit in a flower. Yeah. My yeah. mom, my mom like told me one time, she's like, do you want to know what the dirty little secret about flour is? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, there's bugs in them. And you know, if you don't keep it all sealed up, they'll start to like hatch yeah. and shit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh wait, live bug eggs that hatch. Tell them JB. You yeah, know. It's, it's mostly the larva that's in it whenever, <gasps> you know, you bring the stuff home. <laughs> So yeah, if you don't seal it off, they they be hatching. You have yeah. bugs emerge. It's oh good to keep your like God. flour and sugar and stuff in like containers. Yes, <gasps> airtight. Yeah. I didn't know. No one ever taught me that. Right. Oh. That's, yeah. That's why my mom was like, "It's the dirty little secret." Or you're gonna be eating weevils, and it's fine. You can eat weevils. Well, or I just don't bake anything weevils. ever. Yeah, you buy the flour to bake the one thing, and then it sits in your and then I throw it for two years, and then you throw it away yeah. when you bake something new. That sounds about right. Weevil sounds like Pokemon, like Weedle. That's probably where it came from. Weedle, Weevil so cute so when i started uh researching all this i was also very squicked out by eating bugs but i think i think i was won over like i'm just starting to think that i should be eating more bugs because there's so much good stuff in bugs oh like do tell oh oh i will tell these are all of the nutrients that you can get from eating a diet of bugs. You're wrestling your papers like Rush Limbaugh style. Or yeah. like, okay. I'm a Ludite and I uh, write it down on paper. She, yeah, she writes all her notes. Is that cursive? It is cursive. In, I write in cursive. In cursive, guys. I like, I like that, like, you know, I like the sound effect of paper rustling. Can you keep that in? It sounds in? official. Yeah, it's like, it's like, and today, the brief, the brief from Washington where you have... Uh, Man has landed on the moon. <laughs> that was pretty good. So you're eating bugs. This is what you're getting. Uh, protein, amino acids, uh, manganese, uh, monounsaturated fats, copper. Those are the good fats. Oh, yeah. Uh, phosphorus, selenium, riboflavin. That's uh, in milk, too. You know it's good. Biotin and zinc. Ooh, biotin's good for your hair and your nails. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A palm weevil, our good friends, the weevil, who protect us from pesticides, uh, has the same amount of zinc in it per pound that beef does. Wow. What? Yeah. I don't know if you want to eat a pound of, uh, well, I guess you probably don't eat a pound of beef either, but mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to eat a quarter pound of palm weevil but not particularly but i would like eat it if it was like if it was like ground up like do you know what mincemeat is yeah it's not exactly it's not meat but it's like it's like minced up like like what what the hell is it jb like it's like nuts and figs and yeah all that kind of like 
heavy savory pie stuff yeah molasses like, like i imagine if you took that and you like put some like bug bits in that like and uh, that could add some like proteins to that and like i wouldn't be able to really tell that it was like bug parts and you took out all like the feelers and whatnot um, they mostly have like a neutral or a nutty flavor right like i would totally eat that that would be fine i just don't want it like i don't want to like feel the antennae like going down my esophagus because that mm-hmm. ugh, yeah, that's <laughs> so gross it's so sick to me yeah like i saw some pictures of like a big like grill full of roasted crickets and i yeah. was like not for me n- yeah you still have to lot. disguise it that's a like lot. i'm a child like you have to disguise the the vegetables inside my my pizza yeah we should pause to note that in our western culture eating bugs is gross but in many other cultures it is not gross and so just you know to acknowledge we're not saying other cultures are gross no no we're just just definitely not used to it we've never we've never seen it or been used to it so yeah uh actually i i think this whole time like we've been like i definitely want to eat bugs but yeah it would take uh psychologically it would take a lot for me to get around yeah. it yeah i think you'd, we'd have to tiptoe into the bug eating water yeah just because it's not something we were brought up on like you're used to anything you're brought up on mm-hmm. you know exactly. it's like whatever um like but- i saw they have at the vitamin shop that they have tortilla chips made out of crickets oh. they're called chirps oh my god oh, that's so cute there so i think that would be a good like chirps. starter there used to be like a lolly i'm sure there's they still exist but like lollipops you could oh, get yeah, at like health, at like health yeah, food I've stores that had like oh, you can or buy whatever those inside. at like truck stops and stuff in the southwest yeah, yeah. like it's nobody's business Ugh, so gross but anyways not to disparage anybody that likes to eat no, that but yeah i think if you're eating bugs i think you're doing the right thing you are yeah. getting lots of nutrients it's more eco-friendly I just want to know how you guys get over, like, the antennae, the feelers. I think it's probably the same as any other kind of weird food texture. Yeah. Like, when you have beef and you, like, get stringy bits, it's kind of gross. But we're just used to that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just, like, you know, pull it out of your mouth. Yeah, so it's like cut around it. Mincemeat cricket sandwich. Mincemeat cricket pie. Yeah. Someone someone make that, send it in. That's a good good challenge. Yeah. That's a good challenge. Yeah. So, um. so that's easy. That that's oh, all thanks, JB. That that's was pretty awesome. great. I just so I loved that. I just thought of I just thought of something though. Like so along those lines, but something that we are culturally okay with. Mm. The worm in the bottles of um, mezcal. Yeah. What's mezcal? I thought it's, it was just it's, like, it's like, like an tequila. All tequila. No, not oh, all. No. I'm pretty. I well, a okay. lot of tequila. Feel feel free to correct any of us. I thought it wasn't tequila that had the worm, but specifically mezcal. I think I could be wrong. Or mezcal some te- specific kind of tequila, right? Yeah, but not I think all te- that's But not all tequila has a worm. Definitely not. That's yeah. for sure. So, but but with that's something that we all grew up seeing. Like we maybe didn't like. You know, I personally have no don't want to eat the worm, but some people do, and we all we I've I've certainly had. I don't alcohol. even want the tequila. Oh, I had alcohol. <laughs> I've had alcohol that came out of the bottle with the worm in it, and no yeah. one thinks twice about it. So. I think it's just what you're used to right exactly i think that's a good example of a bug somewhere where you know on isn't the one it good luck to swallow it like that's a thing i guess i don't know i, I just don't really i don't want to swallow get bragging one. rights for it you know yeah but like yeah i mean how many other things would i be like knowingly there's a mealworm inside here and i will have some i will have some like yes let me please. reach into my bag of mealworms okay well that's no <laughs> What if they're like dried and roasted and taste like barbecue? I mean, I specifically meant having some mezcal out of a bottle that had one mealworm in it. All right. So. But I, I, something I came across was I, why some cultures eat bugs and why some cultures do not eat oh bugs. Oh my God, I was going to ask you more follow-up questions. So yeah, this was kind of one of them. Well, I mean, like in the uh, United States, the Europe, uh, it's not common in European cultures because it's more temperate. It gets colder, so they don't have, like, all of the same bugs all the time. Yeah. So they never were, like, a steady part of the diet. Like bugs they are, are perennial. Some of them like are perennial. Like, in warmer parts of the world. Yeah. Because, like, they, they eat them in Mexico and South America and Africa and Asia. It's, it's MBD. Yeah. Just be eating bugs. It's European and uh, European ancestors. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're so stuck as, up in fruit fruit. boring, bland white yeah. people, basically. Yeah, what it boils down to, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, in my research, I came across that uh, stink bugs are good friends to stink bugs. Oh uh, yeah, they apparently have an apple flavor. 
it's okie doke uh, not gonna use i think you have to de-stink them though first uh, i don't know how you de-stink a stink bug i don't know where that is yeah but they're supposed to have a they're good in protein and have an apple flavor yeah they eat them in south africa so uh any final thoughts or is uh um, justine I mean, it's, you know, this is one of those topics where it's like you kind of know, you like know this to be true in the back of your mind, mm-hmm. but when confronted with the realities, you block your, you block think, it out. I think the most distressing one was the maggots and the mushrooms. That, yeah. that I gross. don't even eat. I don't like mushrooms. So this like really doesn't affect me you in any way. Sweet, sweet canned maggots. But so you're <laughs> either choosing between maggots or like all of the poop that the fresh ones are covered in. Yeah. They do grow in manure yeah That's true. so you pick your poison maggots or poop yeah wash it off. Poop. yeah i don't know i well i just don't like mushrooms so it's a non-issue booms. i love them all right justine you are up i'm up okay so i so what i have i have a series of short um anecdotes mm-hmm. and that i'm going i am basically going to be reading these verbatim from the sources um with some minor minor editing for clarity that sounds like a little bit of a my favorite murder laziness. <laughs> well, J'accuse. J'accuse. Um, if I, I were grading your term paper, I would give you a bad grade. I don't think it's that lazy because you're not reading from Wikipedia, are you? No. And okay. I, I took and I took the time to like gather this from multiple sources and put them into a Google Doc. Okay. Oh, so right. the, and that's the, different. And the reason why I did it like this was because. They, these are like bite-sized anecdotes and it seemed like a waste of time to rewrite something that was already perfectly well written so i'm gonna source you know i'm gonna credit all of these all right so um the first three um i got off of gizmodo.com and mm-hmm. we can we can throw the links up on the website later um to the specific articles one second after burp <laughs> i'm back okay uh it wasn't a very good one sorry so, uh, my my topic, I guess I should tell you <laughs> what it is. Do you have a guess? Do you do you have a guess, Heather, for what it, this it, is going to be about? It's having to deal with bugs, right? Yep. And, um, and bugs where they don't belong. So yeah, bugs where they don't belong. Um, it's not having to do with like bugs, like <laughs> going into like people's ears, is it? It sure is. No, this is like my least favorite thing of all time. Yes. yes. Oh God! This is horrible. All right, go. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. Oh God. Okay. So again, the uh, first three are from Gizmodo. Three days after a nine-year-old Connecticut boy started to hear a strange buzzing sound in his ear, his parents took him to a doctor at Yale New Haven Children's Hospital. I hate this so much. The boy reported (laughs) that he had no pain in his ear, no hearing loss, and no ringing or signs of tinnitus. He said that he'd been playing outdoors recently on school days. Then the doctor looked into the boy's ear and saw... This is for this is from the article directly. A true vision of horror. Oh, what was it? A tick burrowing into the epidermal layer of the eardrum and feasting on the child's blood. Oh, my God. It's so sick. Oh, my God. So when we when we link these on the website, we'll have to make sure that we also credit the author because I did not write that down. So I apologize. Um. I, sure I did I remember keep, seeing this article and like purposefully yeah, like not, not reading, reading it. it. Yeah. Um, like. <laughs> So um, oh, I hate you so much right now. Well, keep good, going. Keep good, going. Good news. Happy ending. The tick was removed in an operating room and the boy's eardrum remained intact. And tests later showed he did not contract anything from the tick. So that's good story. It's good ending. It ended well. Good ending. So how they get it out? Do you know? Um, yes. The the they so he couldn't remove the doctor couldn't remove it in the office because the tick was embedded in such a sensitive like because yeah, you risk, engorged with blood. They you, get so big. Well, and the feeding the feeding because it's like one. I don't know if you guys ever had to like remove a tick out of your skin or like pet skin but like it's one thing like it's pretty easy to like remove the t- part of the tick you can see but the right. feeding like the head is buried under the skin buried in the skin and if you're not careful it'll stay there yeah. and like can continue to um like spread any sort of like um oh god like germ like what well, bacteria i guess that it has so um they sent him to the um to an operating room Mm-hmm. And um, removed it there with a, they said a fine hook tool. But so they were able, like yeah, that must have been horrible for everyone involved. Like, oh my god! 
I can't, that's terrible. Ticks are really common in this area where we live. So it's, yeah, yeah. they are. Oh my God. All right. There's more. There is, but wait, there's more more stories. I have so many stories for you. Just, just get it over with. Justine. This is also from Gizmodo. A Florida man was reportedly struggling. Man. Yes, was reportedly struggling with a roach infestation at his apartment. Already bad. When he realized the problem had migrated to his ear canal. Mm. Lake Collins got himself to a hospital after he realized one of his cockroach nemeses had lodged itself in his ear. He'd been battling an influx of German roaches for three years, and the problem was now personal. Oh, aren't German cockroaches, are they the regular kind or are they like the extra squicky kind? Um, You know what? I don't know. But like a couple of these articles specifically mention German cockroaches. So yeah. I wonder if that's just like the normal, the normal kind. kind that we see. I feel like it might be like that's like the, the their I, I think species. Maybe the standard cockroach. Anyway, yeah. I did not. I did not look into that. Oh, so this is a quote from Blake Collins. Heather, brace yourself. Girding my loins. Hold on to your emotional support animal. I could hear his legs inside me. Ah! No! It felt like someone was shoving a Q-tip all the way inside my head and there was nothing I could do to stop no. it. He told the paper. Oh my God. I can't think of like the insane amounts of which that would itch. Like it would just drive me crazy. Like, I honestly think the that tickle. I would. I honestly think I'd have to be committed to a mental institution after experiencing something like this. Like the fact that these people can have this happen to them and then give an interview to a paper. Oh, no is question. Like the, there would be PTSD. These are, these are strong, strong fucking people. Yeah. Okay. So once a doctor is able to see him the emergency room physician used a syringe filled with lidocaine to exterminate the roach oh the sequence of events that followed are a panic inducing roller coaster of survival these gizmodo articles i love i love how these are written (laughs) um yeah this is another quote you're also gonna hate this when he poured the lidocaine in i could feel him go super super fast kicking and trying to dig its way out (gasps) and a faint little squeal and then two minutes later, it just stopped and he died. Oh, my God. That is so disturbing. Collins like, claims I heard it die in my head. It was like it was basically like. Wee! And then it died. I guess. Ooh, oh, God. But that's not all. But that's there's not more. all. Just wait. There's more. Before the roach died, it laid an egg case inside Collins's ear. No! Which the doctor was able to remove along with a dead bug. It was not left inside. Oh my God. But that's good because roach egg cases can contain up to 50 eggs. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah, I thought that was one of the more disturbing ones. This is definitely like, I don't know what can top this for sick for me. Like, this is really sick. Like, this is basically like ear things like i hate that shit yeah oh my god and bugs just like double trouble i have more oh wait there's more wait there's more okay so this is the third story i got from gizmodo um i think this might actually have been the one that i read about recently that gave me the idea to do this Mm -hmm. topic for the podcast um So a 42-year-old Indian woman went to the hospital complaining of an extremely painful tingling crawling sensation. After being transferred three times, doctors determined that there was a foreign body that seemed to be mobile in her head. Mm -hmm. The living, full-grown roach, which apparently had crawled up the woman's nose, was stuck inside her head for 12 hours (gasps) in her skull base between the two eyes close to the brain. Oh, my God. Um. It's actually in the sinuses. Yeah, yeah. Whenever it moved, it gave me a burning sensation in my eyes, she told the Express. So the doctor that removed the roach said it was alive and it didn't seem to want to come out. It took 45 minutes and a combination of suction and forceps to finally remove it from her skull. Oh, my God. And another doctor who was part of the team that removed the bug told the Times of India that while he's seen a lot of bizarre things go up nasal cavities, he's never seen anything like this. Not a cockroach, especially not one this large. So at least we can know that this is not common. Doesn't happen all the time. But yeah, that was. um, Yeah, I don't. Yeah. All right. There's more. Mm. (laughs) 
I feel like I feel like I'm being punished at this point. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Simba, save me. Well, hopefully, this is maybe this is the worst it ever gets for you. Okay. And, you okay. Can, and next week you can punish. Can do this. Next week you can punish me. Yeah. Because yeah, next oh. week I host and you tell me stories. So oh, I need to. Yeah, some kind of revenge needs to have to happen. Okay. Yeah. That's. I think that's fair. All right, that's very fair. Let's do it. Let's do it. Take it. So this story came from The Independent in the UK. When doctors examined a man complaining of an earache in the city of Dongguan in the southern Chinese region of Guangdong province, they discovered that the source of his agony was a cockroach. Worse still, the insect had given birth to 25 babies inside his ear. A 19-year-old Mr. Lee had woken up in the night complaining of a painful and itchy right ear. And when the doctor at the hospital peered inside, he said he saw an insect-shaped object blocking his ear canal completely. And he extracted the female roach from the ear, and it measured 0.3 inches long. So, I mean, it's a pretty small It's not that big. 0.3 inches? 0.3 inches. That's pretty tiny. That's pretty it's tiny. like a baby. Yeah. Not a baby, but like, well, I, mean, I mean, it was old enough to have babies, but. It's like probably one of those nymphs. Yeah. Yes. Um, but that was not the end of it because then the doctor found 25 baby cockroaches oh, inside God. the ear canal with doctors assuming the female roach had laid the eggs inside his ear several weeks earlier. Fuck off. And if the, if the man had come to the hospital any later, his ear would have been destroyed. Oh my God. So like they saved his ear and everything. Yeah. Wow. So it sounds like all of these have ultimately pretty good endings. Yes. Yeah. None of these stories have like horrible, terrible endings. Mm -hmm. It's just like something that's very like terrible to live through and gross and uncomfortable and scary. But yeah, like I don't know when dies in any of these. Yeah. So. Or is like permanently damaged. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe just scarred emotionally and mentally for life. Yes. I would be. Oh, my God. Okay. You'd never um, be able to hear anything, like, buzz past your ear ever yeah. again. Oh, my God. I'd just be like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> All right. We're, okay. So I, I just have, I have a few more sources to read from them. The next two are a little bit longer. Um, but I think we may be on, we've maybe covered the most disturbing ones. Yeah. Probably. Okay. And we're also going to veer into some um, bug adjacent. Bug and bug adjacent Bug things. adjacent. Cool. Things. So. Um, this next article I got from Salon, and it actually I did write down who wrote this because she became one of my favorite Jezebel writers, um, Joanna Roth, Rothkopf, oh, yeah. who is no longer with Jezebel. But um, I always get so sad when they leave. She well, she wrote this before she was at Jezebel, so this is like I guess an early article. So Daniela Liverani, twenty four, is a stronger, sturdier, braver woman than I ever will ever be. Writes Joanna. Um, because she found a three-inch leech inside her nose. Oh, my God. Which had been living there for a month. Oh, my God. And didn't immediately self-combust. Um, so this woman had been on vacation in Southeast Asia, and she began to get nosebleeds. Um, but she assumed that it was just because she had been in a motorcycle crash. Um, and then um, at one point, she saw a dark shape slide out of her nose. But <gasps> she assumed it was a blood clot. Because <gasps> why would you think, oh, there's a leech in my Leeches nose? Leeches do kind of look like blood clots. Um. Honestly, I mean, they're like dark and slimy and like, so um, jelly. So then she uh, finally, like, then she finally realized it was a fucking leech and got it removed. But yeah, that happened. Oh my god! But yeah, it had been her face for a month. Must be jelly because jam doesn't shake like that. So so (laughs) then um, Joanna goes on to list several terrible things and actually. Almost none of these are bugs except for the last one, but I actually kept them all in because I thought this is all really interesting. Um, These are more things that can um, kind of find its way into your body. Um, Guinea worm causes the disease Drac... uh, I can't pronounce that. It's also called guinea worm disease, Um, um, which is contracted when one drinks water containing its larva. Uh, uh, Once the larva are released into the stomach, they pass through the digestive tract and enter the body cavity where the females will grow into adults and the worms, which look like three foot long spaghetti, poke through the skin. And the only way to get rid of it is to pull the whole thing out. Oh, I bet that feels nice. What? I was being sarcastic. I don't think it feels good to pull worms out of your skin. (laughs) What kind of sadist do you think I am? I don't know. 
Oh my god. Okay. Um, the flareal worm is a microscopic worm that lives in the human lymph system and causes a disease called lymphatic filariasis. It's spread when a mosquito bites an infected person, um, causing little worms to infect the mosquito, which in turn infects a new person. And once in the bloodstream, the worms grow into adults, live up to seven years, and most people actually don't develop symptoms, but a small percentage will get lymphedema, which causes a large amount of excess fluid to build up in the legs, arms, breasts, and genitalia. I think we could do like you even like a, a bigger expansion on parasites, like because that's yeah, essentially yeah. like yeah. what these are. Um, and that's oh my god, there's just like so much, so much info there. We could go into a deep dive on like different parasites. Let's well, let's let's. I'm gonna uh, so I'm gonna keep skipping through these real quick. Yeah, real no, quick. Yeah. no, but no, I'm yeah. just saying like no, because I agree with it. There's definitely yeah, we um, definitely gotta keep do that for later. Room to do a deep dive. Yeah. Um, loa loa or the eye worm. Um, and you acquire this by being bitten by an infected deer fly and the disease loiasis can cause itchy swellings and something called eye worm, which means you can literally see the tiny worm inching its way across your eyeball. Oh, I've heard of that one. That that's very disturbing to me. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's really awful. Candiru or the vampire fish is a one inch long parasitic catfish that drinks blood to survive. And it's often found in the gills of other fish, but it can attack humans via their urethras. Oh. oh. And once it's inside the urethra, it shoots out little spines on its gill covers, which can cause inflammation. Hemorrhage. Hemorrhage. Or, or death. Um, people who live along, along the Amazon wear tight, sturdy clothing and avoid urinating in rivers, and they'll even tie off their genitals to prevent anything from entering it. Oh, my God. So don't go swimming in the Amazon. Just put a rubber band around, uh, around your wiener and <laughs> and then nothing can swim up it. Okay, so the last Just one. Just in case you go. <laughs> so the last, the Don't last... forget your cock ring. <laughs> so the last one in this list is the human bot fly. Oh, yes. Yeah, and you, one of you liked this one. It's real gross. Yeah, yeah it's okay. I, I, might, I might know this one. I'm not quite sure. So the human bot fly doesn't actually enter people. Instead, it lays its eggs on mosquitoes and ticks. Girl, I won't even enter you. <laughs> Which hatch into maggots when they feel humans' body heat. And then they burrow Sexy. beneath the skin, causing a large white boil, and they eat blood and tissue. Oh, As the delicious. maggot grows, the skin begins to swell, um, which is very painful. And uh, the human might also feel biting and wriggling. And if it's not surgically extracted by a doctor, the maggot will simply drop from its hole six to eight weeks later. Ew. Uh, ew. Well, so at least there's like... It doesn't live there forever. No, but that's like pretty terrible. That's pretty gross. I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah, that's that's no, horrible. no. I don't want any of these things to happen to me. Ugh. All right. What you got? So this, this you got a look this, on your face. Well, no, this is so this is the end. This is kind of like the wrap up. So um, I got the next bit from National Geographic and um, it talks a little. So it talks a little bit about why roaches like to crawl into people's ears. And um, and then it also covers um just a few more oh yes pretty just, tell. just a few a few last tales because i just really wanted to i just really wanted to make you all feel disgusting today um that's what we're here for so why roaches like to crawl into ears um so entomologist kobe shawl of north carolina state university says it's actually not an uncommon phenomenon to have a cockroach in the ear hi tb cool oh tb TB, the prince cat, has um, made an appearance, everyone. He's a, what do you mean a prince cat? Yeah, he's a prince. He's a wizard. Yeah, a wizard? he's a wizard. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. a wizard that's been locked inside of a cat's, he's, like a, he's my prince. A cat's body. Yeah, he's a, he's my favorite of the three cats he, that live here. He wants fed, so he's kind of making a little bit of noise, mm -hmm. so. Okay. Um, so, why do cockroaches like to go into ears? One reason is earwax. Delish. Roaches are searching for food everywhere, and earwax might be appealing to them. Um, earwax harbors bacteria that produce compounds called volatile fatty acids. Meat also emanates these compounds, so a roach could go into explore and then get stuck. Um, nasal secretions might also be appealing to a roach hunting for a midnight snack. Oh my god. Um, but with that in mind, roaches aren't really interested in being on a human, um, and especially if the human's awake. So that's why almost all roach invasions happen while the person is asleep. And roaches that crawl into people t tend to be on the smaller side. 
So yeah, I figure roaches have been around for so long. They they have probably evolved to like know to stay away from yeah they humans. Don't, well, because they they don't want to get smushed. Exactly. Like yeah. there's they've 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 had plenty of time to evolve into like the perfect like you know can survive you know Chernobyl type yeah uh, thing. Um. So yeah. Ugh. Keep your ears clean. Keep, yeah. Keep them clean. So so here's just like here's a few more tidbits. This just isn't a few, few, few buggy more. nuggets. A few more <laughs> to sleep on tonight. Um, so this isn't a bug, but in 2010, scientists described a particularly unnerving leech species in Peru with huge teeth and dubbed it Tyranna. I can't pronounce that. I'm going to murder it. It shortens to T-Rex, though. So this <laughs> leech's Latin name shortens to T-Rex. Um, so far, it's only been found in nostrils. <laughs> so far. In terms of like in the body, human nostrils. Yes, oh, I mean God. that's not to say the leech is only found in human okay. nostrils. It's to say when it comes to this leech found inside the human body, yeah. just the nose. It has not found its way into any other orifices. Good. And then finally, um, a cockroach turned up in a 52-year-old American woman's woman's colon during a routine colonoscopy. She had a roach infestation at home, and doctors suspected she somehow swallowed it whole. And then they note, um, endoscopies have also turned up ants, ladybugs, yellow jackets, and wasps. Oh, a wasp up your butt? No, going down through the mouth. Like that had been swallowed. Yeah. See, yeah, I was gonna. I I think it's like a lot less likely that that like a bug is gonna crawl up your ass. Yeah, that's very. That yeah. Would, Whereas you can, can't even imagine that would happen yeah. like just by True. driving like a Vespa. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah you know and then it, like you're like oh, oh. Yeah. so I'm, I'm closing out my story with some you know I'm going to ease the pain a little bit in conclusion in conclusion um there's also a lot of fake stories online about bugs being found in people and a lot and like so not everything you see online is true obviously so um for the example, hell you say <laughs> <laughs> online it must be true um so there's this one report, I don't know if you ever saw, that a spider climbed into a man's appendectomy scar. Um, not real. Spiders do not burrow into wounds, and they can't climb around under your skin. So if you ever see something online that claims that there's a, someone has a spider infestation in their skin, it's not real. So It's way more likely there to be a maggot infestation yes. in your skin. Yes. That's actually possible. Yes. That's true. So, you know, keep your, keep your wound clean mm-hmm. so it doesn't rot. And then National Geographic article, it has some helpful tips for what to do if you do wake up to find a bug has crawled in your ear. So one, the worst thing that can happen to you is an infection. That's the worst thing that can happen. Um, Very rarely it can spread from the sinuses to the brain. Um, Though people think of roaches as dirty and covered in bacteria, they actually groom themselves constantly. And your biggest risk is crushing the roach while trying to remove it, releasing the copious bacteria in its gut. Ew. That's what leads to the infection. Ew, gross. <laughs> um, so go to the doctor. Let yeah. the doctor deal with it. Like you're not gonna like don't Let try to get, get it his, out yourself. Just yeah. his tiny little forceps in there. Um, and in most places, <laughs> in most places, the odds of waking up when in, with an insect in your ear or anywhere inside of you, it's very very slim. Um, this is oh, most I common in the tropics so. where there are more insects, and in cases of severe insect infestations on the home. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. All right. I've effectively traumatized. Oh, thanks. Heather. Yeah, that was really yeah, gross. That was... Mm. I feel like I should win a prize. Yeah, it was so far the <laughs> grossest thing. Well, the prizes you're going to win is me trying to get you back. So, like, yes. everybody wins. A bitch, baby, and everybody wins. The Mostly our listeners win because you get some great gross content, and that's what we're all about here. Um, so I am going to uh, – we, well, we're going to have to wrap up with – we're going to do, like, the, the sickest thing of the week in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's sick, you mm-hmm. know? Like, and we do, like, the, you know, the – what do you call it? The hang ten hand. hang ten hand, yeah. Like, the, the server guy that's sick. Sick. Um, uh, and then I also have like a little game, you Yay. know. So how about we do the little game real let's quick? Do the game. Yeah, let's do the game. Um, it's kind of just like a quick what would you rather, and I invented it like as we were talking, like based on your thingies. Okay. So would you rather um, have uh, a? Let's say I'm going to be specific. Let's say uh, would you rather have like the leech? in your face like remember that story the leech lady story would you rather have the leech lady story 
or would you rather eat um, the uh, mushroom, the mushroom can full of maggots? Like, how many maggots was it? 12? 20. 20. Oh, my God. Okay, which would you rather do? Do you mean, like, any general can of mushrooms that can have up to 20 maggot it maggots? Does. Or it does. It's worst has. case scenario. Yeah. Okay. It Bleach. does have maggots. You know they're maggots. You've seen them. You're like, you bite into them and you're like, mm, proteins. Yep. Yeah. Which would you rather? Oh, no, this is terrible. I would go with leech. leech? I want you to go leech. Yeah. Take, take the nose leech. Yeah. Uh, you have to have the, no- the leech in your nose for like at least, let's say. Um, well, she had it in her nose for a month. Yeah, for a month. Um, I'll go easier than that. I'll say, how's about leeching your nose for 24 hours or you eat the can of mushrooms with the 20 maggots and they're are big you, juicy magnets. Are you allowed to season it? Uh, are you putting this can of mushrooms it? in like other things? Like, are you making like you, green bean casserole? No, no, you have to eat it with just a spoon. It. You I just mean, have to eat it. You can put some salt on it. That's about I it. I fucking hate mushrooms to begin with, but I think I'd still rather eat that the mushroom and have a that leech have... then have a leech in my nose yes 24 hours yes yes JD. i'm still going with leech still going with leech yeah. i'm still going with leech i committed my, oh yeah i love how you guys differ that's great that's great that means i that means i picked a good thing yeah my i mean my personal feeling is like the my aversion like one the maggots like they're dead they've been like Gone, yeah. they've gone through like necessarily can't harm you yeah they've been can't, yeah i you know and so my aversion to them is purely so sociological and yeah. cultural so yeah like, i can rise above that i don't want to leech in my nose yeah no. i honestly have a perverse curiosity about what it would be like to have a leech removed no, from I your really. nose like <laughs> i don't want to pursue this but I think it would be kind of disgusting Try in a cool way. Out. Like she ended up being fine. Yeah, she was, she had it for like a Like I month. know there's a happy ending. I'm so. only asking 24 hours. That's yeah. like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what is uh, the sickest thing a week in a good way? Anybody got anything good for that? You got anything, kid? I yeah. Got so uh, again, at the risk of because of course we we. We've told you this before, but we've recorded so many of these episodes and still haven't. This is episode six and we still have not launched. Yeah. Um, again, it's just because we. Yeah, we're really, not delaying anything. It's just our first podcast. So, we, you and know. we're very anxious. So we're just making sure everything's like definitely ready to go. So um, Booksmart just got. So it's Memorial Day weekend. Ooh, yeah, Booksmart. Booksmart, the movie just got released and I watched it on Sunday and it was so good. Guys, yeah, we're all gonna so see good. it again because yeah. me and JB didn't see it, so we're all gonna go, and Justine's gonna go again. And I'm not, I'm not like a big like I like movies, but I don't like tend to get excited about them. I see maybe a handful of movies in the theater in a year, and this is just like one of those movies. It's like an instant, like like an instant, like top of my list. Like I yeah. want to watch it again and again. It just doesn't happen oh, to me very great. often. So yeah, awesome. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. So I love rewatchables. Yeah, so that was mine. Yeah. All right. Uh, JB, anything that's like sick in a good way? I do not have a sick in a good way week. I had my sweet scooter accident. Yeah. It was bad. That was a bad Bad news bears. I'm I'm telling you, it would have happened to me too. Yeah. JB, do you want to, do you want to sum it up in brief? Oh, oh yes. Um, so, uh, I had access to a scooter and I've absolutely no training on how to ride a motorized scooter. Right. This is like a Vespa style scooter, yeah. not a, not a, like an not amigo. a bird, not a bird style style scooter. Yeah. Yeah. So I get on and like the falsely confident human that I am, I assume that I will be great at this in a natural and I revved it as fast as it'll go and fell off immediately. And I've got some pretty sweet road rash. Good job. Good job. Yeah. I made everybody look at my ass bruise. Yeah. That's cool. Um, that, I think on the it's, website. Sick, it's sick <laughs> that you tried. So that's pretty sick. That is sick. Yeah. Way to go. Way to be brave. Um, I have uh, the sickest thing of the week for me, I guess, would just be like I'm uh, super pumped at like my party yesterday because like my dreams is all my dreams are coming true to like, you know, be the hostess with the mostest. It was a good party. Yeah. yeah. So I'm so happy. And um, I got like two. I partied out so much that like I don't remember a lot of stuff <laughs> <laughs> that like I, maybe you guys can remind me of some things like certain conversations, uh, but not I didn't party hard, like so hard that like I had a terrible like end of it. And like I threw up. I didn't do any of that. Like That's I good. yeah, I, like managed my my alcohol intake. I like I. Yeah. So but yeah, and, like I'm super pumped about the fire pit and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you have a great backyard for yeah. hanging out. So yeah, yeah, I would definitely put that in the sick column. Yes, that's sick. Awesome. So yeah, 
more to come. Um, but yeah, so let's wrap it up. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. It was a pleasure once again uh, to host that sick for you guys. Yeah, I guess this is my officially good. my first time I've hosted it by myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, next week I'll tell a story and and Justine will be the host. Yeah, so I it's will, your turn again. Heather and Jen will tell me stories and try to traumatize me as badly as I traumatized. Heather, yeah. Jen doesn't seem as traumatized. I, I was not. It's yeah. A, yeah. The, Hugs don't really gross me out that much. extremely traumatized. Like, it's mostly, like, the thing about, like, the feelers and, like, the legs and how they're crawling on my skin and my ears and stuff. Like, it's like, ugh. Like, when he could hear it in his head, I thought oh. that was pretty horrifying. Horrible. Yeah, I think I that like was, that. I think that was by far my least, like, favorite like that was that was probably the worst like yeah. hear, hearing it die and you're like like that yeah. was and, with, and it let out a squeal that was probably the worst detail i was not putting on my reactions either like i legit was like i hate that stuff like i was like Ugh. oh i, I believe <laughs> like, you not putting it on i believe so, you um justine do you want to do our link in bio stuff yeah i actually decided to pull it I, I have to read this off of a google doc every time because don't admit it don't they can't see they can't see us they can't see us whatever (laughs) so guys please subscribe to us um on itunes or wherever you found us because we still don't know where this is still we've just man we have to launch no worries no worries um follow us on twitter at that sick pod and instagram at that sick podcast visit our website at that sick podcast.com or email us at that's dot sick dot podcast at gmail.com Oh, yeah. So uh, remember, guys, don't eat any uh, cans of mushrooms with <laughs> with maggots in them because that's, that's sick. Is that good? Yeah. All right, cool.